Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the intersection of ranch life and the business world. On the first part of today's show, Scott visits with Teresa Zimmerman of Wood Underwear to hear her journey to success. There's so many potential entrepreneurs, they just have to go out there and try and work yeah. really, really hard. Yeah, and I think you, I think if you understand your own risk tolerances, then you can kind of, you know, forget the business part of it, like your own personal and maybe family risk tolerances. Um, then you, then you, then you can allow yourself a little bit more freedom to do that. Um, and then you've got to also be okay to fail, right? What's the worst thing that can happen? And in part two of today's episode, we'll hear from Tara Masler, director of marketing for the American Coder Horse Association. What says a lot about being an AQHA professional horseman is all pro, pro horsemen like yourself have to abide by a code of ethics where they don't get to be an AQHA professional horseman. So you know when you're dealing with an AQHA professional horseman, like they, they are a cut above the rest. Now, here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, welcome to the Calvary Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have a great show, a fun show. Who doesn't like wood? Wood Underwear. Teresa Zimmerman is our guest today, and she is the founder of Wood Underwear. Teresa, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so happy to be here, Scott. Thank you. That is awesome. So, so how did you get involved in the industry? The underwear. Oh, God. You, well, so, so first of all, let's just talk about why I'm here, right? So you want to you wanna tell them the news or should I? I'm going to let you do that. That'd okay. All right. Well, we got uh, we got a, a new brand ambassador, Cowboy uh, Scott, and uh, he's going to be hanging out on his horse in wood underwear. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, and we we love it. And thank you so much for the for the relationship and the partnership, and 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 we do love it. It is, uh, I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's tried and true. Nine hours in the saddle, and it still feels great, and, and uh, it's just high quality. It's so comfortable, but I can't talk enough good things about it for sure. And I'm really honored to awesome. be. Here. Love to hear it. Love to hear All it. Part of yeah. the team. So so how did how did I get involved? In, how did I get into men's underwear? In the industry. Like, um, I mean, it's kind of a loaded question, right? I mean, I've been trying to get into men's underwear all my life. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life has turned into a pun fest since Absolutely. I've been doing this. Right? Um, in in all seriously, all seriousness, it it happened, you know, by accident, as many amazing things do. So I couldn't have written it, but you know, it did follow a path. And um, there was a certain point, gosh. Um, 2011, end of 2011 already. Um, we're, we've been around that long. I, uh, I was exploring opportunities, um, did a bunch of collaborations. Wood Underwear came out of her, or a version of Wood Underwear came out of it. Um, I tried to ignore it. My husband wouldn't let me. So uh, and then I thought, okay, well, how hard can it be to go sell a few pair of underwear? And, um, you know, I mean, eight years later, almost nine years later, here we are. So we started in... Uh, January 2012 and it's been it's been a journey fun journey that's so exciting though it's so exciting you got to do it you know you said I'm gonna I'm gonna get in this this market and I'm gonna be successful and you did it that's so wonderful yeah well I mean I don't know if you've experienced this but sometimes it's better to not know what you don't know absolutely so 
Um, you know, I think if you know too much, sometimes you would avoid a lot of it, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it has been so much fun. It's, it's, it's been great. I learned something, I would say, every day without exaggeration. I learned something every day. That's the greatest part about, you know, being an entrepreneur and being um, in business is you learn. And if you want to learn, there's something there to learn for sure. Yes. For sure. So how did you come up with the name Wood Underwear? Oh, gosh. Well, so, uh, I mean, we're having fun with it, right? So, you know, we're having fun with the, the metaphor, but um, they, there's more to the story. Um, the fabric we deal with are like wood viscous fabrics. Um, uh, Tencel uh, blends with cotton. Modal blends with cotton. Modal and Tencel are both wood viscous products. They offer the technical um, parts of the fabric, the wicking and the moisture control and the odor control and the um, thermoregulation properties. And I mean, you can start talking all kinds of technicalities. It's a, it's a German technology. Lensing is the German company and we, we blend it with cotton. Um, and then, uh, and then it's just a matter of, you know, trying to catch somebody's eye with a name. Right. And I think we do that really well, but then we back it up with a really great product. Uh, absolutely. It's terrific. And there's some that even have cashmere, correct? Yes, we do a luxe line. We do one color every year for the holiday season. Um, so we do a lounge pant and a lounge uh, Henley this year is a Henley and, and a pair of underwear as well in a, um, it's a, it's a cashmere modal elastane blend. It's about 12% cashmere. So um, you can throw it in the washer and dryer. It's, I mean, it's super cool. It's luxury, but affordable luxury. It's a great product. For it's that person who has everything, they do not have cashmere underwear, probably. But they should. They should. Yeah, absolutely they should. I'm a better person for it, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. so, so what did you do before wood underwear? What, what, what's your background? My background is um, brand and marketing, all kinds of uh, areas, um, lots of different agencies, um, and mostly dealing with B2B, you know, corporate, um, big global businesses, um, about as far as you can get from anything to do with shopping and to do with underwear. So it's, uh, it, it is, um, it's very different, <laughs> but you know, the principles of branding and marketing apply to everything. And um, yeah, so it's, it's that part of it's comfortable for me and um, everything else I'm having to learn. So. Yeah. Well, it shows through the work. Everything is just great. You know, your social yeah. media platforms and it's just easy Thank you. and it's Thank fun. You. And, yeah. and I have a lot of amazing people helping too. So it's, it's really, it's really been, it's been a, a labor of love. That's awesome. So, so we have entrepreneurs watching and we have some maybe want to be entrepreneurs watching. So, okay. so being successful in, in this industry and an entrepreneur, what are some of the tips, maybe, maybe a learning experience they can, you can help sh maybe shed some light on? Be brave. Right. I mean, you probably could say that too, right. With everything that you do. Um, I mean, you've got to be brave and you've got to, um, I, you know, it's, it's almost as simple as just start. Right. You just have to start. Right. Um, you can do all kinds of risk mitigation. You can do all kinds of planning. But at the end of the day, you're not really going to know what you're up against and whether you're up for it until you start. Mm. Right. So um, for me, it is for me, it's I'm, I'm not risk averse necessarily. I'm I'm more I have to think about being risk averse instead of thinking about just going and doing. 
So I kind of have the opposite of problem of many of my friends. Um, so I, you know, I've got the sign on my desk. It says, think, then jump, because it's my reminder that that's the order it probably should go in. So, um, so for me, you know, if somebody says, you know, yeah, you should go do it, they probably should say, hey, you should go plan that, right? Whereas I find myself telling people, yeah, you should just go do it because they've already done all the planning. So right. there's a little bit of both of those things. Right. I, I think that's what makes you so special is that you just get out there and you do it and then you figure out a way to make it successful, you know, and, and, and uh, that's part of the part of there's so many potential entrepreneurs. They just have to go out there and try it and work yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. And I think you I think if you understand your own risk tolerances, then you can kind of, you know, forget the business part of it, like your own personal and maybe family risk tolerances. Um, then you can, then you're, then you can allow yourself a little bit more freedom to do that. Um, and then you've got to also be okay to fail, right? What's the worst thing that can happen, right? Absolutely. I mean, can I try this for a year and if I can get it to this point, then yeah, I can continue. Right. And then if it doesn't work, then don't beat yourself up. I mean, most, most endeavors don't, aren't, uh, you know, not everybody gets to turn into the next Amazon or Apple. Right. So Sure. Or Uber or whatever, you know, whatever company you look up to. So it's, uh, but there's a whole lot of small businesses out there that do super, super well that you can consider successful, even if they were only successful for three years and somebody decided, hey, I tried that. For me, it was successful, but time to shut down. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're, you're so right. You got to do it. You got to follow your passion. That's, that's the main thing. And, and yeah. And it's good for people to, to see you. And that's why I was so excited uh, to see you and hear from you and about a successful brand out there because um, it is a journey and it never really stops. I don't know how long you, you know, you're in business. It doesn't really matter, but every single day there's something else going on. And, right. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so this is how much I didn't know when I started. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to give you a little insight into this. It's actually a little frightening, um, you know, in talking about it so openly now, to think about that was my reality back, you know, nine years ago. <laughs> so, like I had, I had product coming in from overseas into what I hoped I picked as the right port, right? Oh my. I had no idea how I was gonna get it from that port to where. I didn't know what the processes were to do that. I mean, I figured there were people who specialized in that and absolutely there are. Um, I figured I was going to have to climb some fence, drag a truck in there, figure out which container it's in, drag it out, somehow get it to a storage unit. And I was going to be, you know, picking and packing orders and taking them to the post office every day. Um, that, uh, fortunately is not the case, but, um, but that's what I knew at the time. Right. And so, and, and even it landed and I have some amazing friends who, uh, when they heard what I was doing, they proactively called me and said, hey, what are you doing about 3PL? And I'm going, what, what is 3PL? And what are you doing about warehousing? And what are you doing about this? And what are you doing about that? And I'm like, well, I don't even know what to do about those things. So you tell me what I'm doing. But the fact that they, when you talk to people, they will come to you with ideas and knowledge, right? So it's like, don't hide your, don't hide the fact that you don't know everything. Um, because people are always willing to help you create your dreams, right? Absolutely. So then the other part to that is once I got product, um, I didn't know how I was going to sell it. 
So I, at the time, I took sort of the online version of the Yellow Pages in the local area that I lived in. So I founded the company out of Hermosa Beach. So you see the surfboard in the background. Um, and, um, you know, I started selling, I started selling underwear under a tent on the beach, right? To people who could care less about underwear, probably weren't wearing underwear and certainly didn't want to talk to me about underwear, right? Um, that's my sort of version of the two guys in a garage startup. But I also, in this online, um, online version of the Yellow Pages, um, I found what I considered men's stores. I didn't know there were such things as men's boutiques, I assumed, because women have boutiques. Right. And, um, and I drove all over uh, Orange County, LA County, and I walked into stores with my little bag of samples and said, hey, do you want to see my underwear? And that's kind of how I started this whole thing. And some of those people are some of my best customers even today, nice. even though the product I had at the time was not up to par. So, but it was the, it was relationship driven. And that's part of what I love too about this business. Absolutely. Relationships are everything. And, and I think, I think you, you said everything right there is just asking for people and, and letting people know what you're doing and they'll get in the fight with you and they, they want to help. They will. Yeah. I mean, even my customers get in the fight with me. They're like, no, Teresa, you got to do this. You got to think about this. Do you know about trade shows? I'm like, well, I know I try to avoid trade shows when I've been told to go to them with clients in other parts of business, but they're like, oh no, there's these things, there's these things called men's clothing trade shows. I'm like, oh wow, okay. So let's figure out where, where those are. How do we get to those? Right. Well, that, that just shows you, you have to be nimble in this deal. And when people give you a good idea, you kind of have to go with it, you know? And yeah, absolutely. And ask questions. And when people say something to you, you know, you, you, it's okay to not know. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Even though I started a business and you'd think I would have done that kind of planning. I mean, this is why it's frightening for me to talk about like this right now is like, okay, you were super, super naive. I didn't even know what questions to ask. Oh man. Well, I love the hook. Let's talk about underwear. Okay. There Let's you talk go. about underwear. Yeah. That's you want to talk about underwear right now? You see my underwear. Absolutely. <laughs> you've, worn, you've worn my underwear, Scott. I do. I do every yeah. day. Every day. Um, uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, You're blushing a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I got warm in the room. I don't know. Scott will be right back with more industry insights from Teresa Zimmerman of Wood Underwear. We build our product and our packaging and our color palettes for men, right? So we try to make it not breakable. So if you're doing your own laundry or whatever, you can't break it. <laughs> the, pack the packaging is pizza box style. Everybody knows how to open a pizza box, right? And later in today's episode, Scott welcomes Tara Masler, Director of Marketing for the American Quarter Horse Association. I have to say a lot, you know, for the quarter horse, quarter horse people and, and especially my brain cow horse family, um, you know, there'll be times too when like we're all having to get our horses prepared, but someone will offer to watch her and take care of her. And it's really reassuring to know that you're surrounded by um, a safe community that can help you out in those times. More in a moment. This is Scott Knutson with the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, heard Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on KCAA. So we're going to talk to some, about something right now that's so important to us men. I'm going to talk about underwear for a second. Think about it. 
Women have everything. Men had either the 12-pack for $20 or the high-priced kind we can maybe only wear for a special occasion, if ever. It's time to upgrade from the packs. Wood underwear. Yes, I said wood underwear. It's a great place to start. And there is wood in the fabric. It's wood that makes wood special. And yes, you're hearing a lot of puns. Kind of funny, but it's serious. It's pretty intentional. They are having some fun with the name. Wood wants to get every man into a great pair of underwear that he can feel and look great in. And feel great about the price as well. My friends at Wood did something for the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. They want you to try it. So use Cowboy Brief at checkout on Wood Underwear. WoodUnderwear.com, Cowboy Brief, 20% off your first order. Good until August 31st. Getting a degree at Tarleton State University doesn't mean going it alone. Your family from the moment you arrive, with faculty and staff dedicated to your success and personal growth. Explore more than 100 undergraduate and graduate degree options in Stephenville, Fort Worth, Waco, Midlothian, Rellis Bryan, and online. Scholarships are available. Discover what it means to be a Texan. Visit tarleton.edu forward slash become a Texan. I don't remember how it started. Our back and forth. Victory. Fumble. Repeat. It always came back. <laughs> You probably don't remember what you told me. That was perfect. But I heard every word. Nice. I'm Scott Knutson with the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show here weekly, Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific on KCAA. And I love American history. Who doesn't? I enjoy reading about those early pioneers that left family and friends in the East and headed to the West in hopes of making their fortunes. The stories captured the minds and are a great example of the American spirit that made this country great. The state of California had its beginnings up in a little mountain town in Northern California called Truckee. The immigrants on their way West went right through what is now downtown along the old Dutch flat wagon road. The story of this old Wild West town is a fascinating one. And if you're interested, like I am, in these old stories, you might want to take a look at taking the Haunted Truckee Ghost Walk. It's definitely not your typical ghost hunting adventure, but rather takes you back in the dates of California's earliest beginnings. Next time you're up there, check it out. Tickets and information are available on their website, hauntedtruckee.com. People are loving this tour, and it's receiving some great reviews. Again, the website to get tickets is hauntedtruckee.com. Observe a domesticated human family in their natural habitat, known to their species as the backyard. Oh, you think I should light it now? Yeah. Oh dear, someone is about to burn a pile of debris that's too tall, which can start a wildfire. Wait, could it be? Blimey, it is. It's Smokey. It's Smokey Bear. 
What a legend. Hey, it's Mookie. Sorry, it was too high. Right. Watch as he astutely ensures that there's no wind and how he removes some of the debris to create a smaller, safer burning pile. No, you, see, make it no, you said make it bigger, baby. The bigger, the better. Take note right. of our fearless furry friend here, yeah. humans. I appreciate it. Fist bump. <laughs> Watching you. Smokey's done it again. Bye, Smokey. Only you can prevent wildfires. talk just a little bit about things maybe you've learned throughout the time and, and uh, you like the average age of a man's underwear you know and just fun yeah things. yeah so I, I think the statistic is maybe a few years old but I think it still resonates right it might have a little variation on it but you know it was a couple years ago it was put out in one of the major magazines that the average age of a man's underwear drawer is seven years old Right. And I know. So so when I say this in mixed company, men and women together, the women are going, you know, cringing, going, oh, you know, and the guys are going, mm, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, pretty <laughs> older. Right. So but at the but within within 24, 48 hours a week, whatever it is, if a woman is is uh, living with one of these guys that has an old underwear drawer, you can bet it's been cleaned out. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, underwear is, um, nobody wants to think about it. It's such a basic, but you know, people who have never worn good underwear don't actually know what it does for you. Right. Um, but when you try a pair of good underwear, whether it's wood or something else, I hope it's wood, um, that they're like, oh, wow, okay, I, I get it. It makes everything else I've spent so much time and effort buying and spending money on and spending my time on um, feel so much better and look so much better. And, you know, it's the first thing you put on. It's the last thing you take off. So let's talk about horses. So oh, okay. I'm, we're going to jump from underwear to horses back to underwear. So um, if so you have bad underwear on on a horse, it can probably feel pretty bad. <laughs> absolutely absolutely so you grew up riding i did so what discipline what did you do so uh high school high, most of high school i mean all of high school i had my little mustang uh my mustang she was more of a mutt but um she was uh at least half mustang little midnight was her name uh black with a beautiful white blaze and um she and i did uh jim canna events so uh, all local. Um, I did not have a, a, a trailer. So a girlfriend and I would sometimes, no joke, have to ride three hours one way to get to these events and then ride three hours back at the end of a very long, hot day in Southern California. Um, and then if we won anything big that we couldn't carry, feed or hay or whatever, we'd have to uh, beg, borrow and plead that for somebody to drop it off somewhere we, where we could also have somebody pick it up for us. So it, it was a blast. She, uh, Midnight kept me out of a lot of trouble that I probably could have gotten in. in <laughs> uh, it, it's good. That, so that was your, your wing person, your wing she horn. Was, yeah, she and, yeah, she and my girlfriend and uh, yeah, we were, yeah, my wing person. She kept yeah. me out of, I don't know if wing, wing people or wing women, wing men keep you out of trouble necessarily. 
sometimes they help you get into trouble. Absolutely. Uh, but she, uh, she certainly, I know she kept me out of some trouble. That's wonderful. And that's commitment riding a horse three hours to go to the show. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not even, doesn't even have to be that far. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I went to high school in a little unincorporated area between Riverside and San Bernardino counties and, um, the, uh, close to, close to Norco, Nor most of our, I guess, bigger events, further events were Norco. So yeah, some of those we had to ride for, ride three hours from our little place to go get to and through the washes and yeah, just fun. A whole other side of Southern California that people know about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, well, cool. but I have a, I have a, I have a big love of horses and I, I think I, um, I, I don't remember if I told you this exactly, but not too long ago, um, I was in a situation where I had some time during the day and I decided I wanted to learn jumping. So I grew up Jim Canna, right? So all Western saddle. I mean, I've got team ropers in the family. So um, it's all been Western saddle oriented. And um, so I, I go and have to decide if I can ride in an English saddle, which was actually not, a, not that big a deal, but um, I, turning right became a problem. It's the weirdest thing. It's not that you can't do it because a lot of Jim Canna events you know, you'll have two lefts and a right. So you still have a, you still have a right, but it's not your focus. Right. Every time you go around an arena for team roping or whatever, most of you going left in a Western saddle. Absolutely. So it's like, wow. I mean, my coach at the time, he's like, uh, you just need to go right. I'm like, I'm trying to go right. It just doesn't work. <laughs> so it's not natural to me to have to make a right turn all the time. So anyways, just, uh, uh, so funny, just a learning experience for myself. I never thought about it before. Absolutely. So, so was that the bigger learning experience or was it going into, uh, men's underwear, luxury underwear? Uh, no, men's underwear for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, for sure. So, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, so with the branding, you know, you can just tell the branding is so great and, and, and it's, the colors are so bright. It's just, it, it looks good. It feels good to wear, but it does look good. So, so as far as um, promotions, I know you've had a lot of promotions. You're so great at marketing. What are some of your more fun promotions that you've done to, you know, market, you know, wood underwear? Oh, God. So, yeah, so so a couple things. So one, we build we build our product and our packaging and our color palettes for men, right? So we try to make it not breakable. So if you're doing your own laundry or whatever, you can't break it. The, <laughs> pack, the packaging is pizza box style. Everybody knows how to open a pizza box, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, our, our color palette, there we sort of have a locker room test, but it re really starts with sort of collegiate colors. So if you look across the country, we start with collegiate colors everybody knows and loves. Um, and I can't sell orange in Alabama, for example, in Southern Alabama. Um, <laughs> but um, the, uh, uh, the locker room test, you know, we don't get too crazy with our fashion prints and stuff um, because it is a matter of, you know, making men feel comfortable staying on the sexy side of sex, not sex, but sexy, um, not being a little bit provocative, but not, you know, airing, go, not going too far, right? right. Um, now, having said that, um, we have sponsored team, team, men's volleyball teams on the beach, beach volleyball teams, and they play in underwear. So um, there's a, there is a, um, a very competitive uh, volleyball tournament in Manhattan Beach called the uh, Sakely Six Man. And um, 
certainly in years past, it has been seriously over the top, uh, highly competitive players, world-class athletes, and they dress in costume. So you've got people out there from major sports, like major sports athletes, Olympic athletes, playing in like bumblebee costumes or French maids outfits or whatever. So our guys play in wood underwear. So uh, it sounds a little provocative, but they're, they're not the, they're not the most wild thing out there. So uh, it's been kind of fun that way. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Uh, And uh, they, they probably look a lot better than a bumblebee too, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, so what, what, what's next for wood underwear? What's next for you? What, what, what's the plans for 2021? Uh, well, 2021, we hope, um, we hope our stores can open back up and be healthy. We love our stores. We love Main Street. Um, and uh, I mean, we have a website as well, woodunderwear.com, but um, we really love our stores. Main Streets, you know, they keep, they're the lifeblood of America. They're the lifeblood of our neighborhoods and our, and our towns um, across, the, across the United States. So it's, it's really about, you know, how do we support these guys in getting back to business and getting back to their business of business. And, um, um, you know, we do, we do whatever we can to, to support them too. So it's going to probably be more of the same. We've, we've done a little bit of regrouping this year or, uh, around our offering. Um, it's been an opportunity actually to do that. So if you find, uh, you know, the lemonade out of the lemons this year, that has been it. Um, so that we can tailor a little bit more to customer need and their customers needs too. So that's more, more of the same in 2021. We'll be introducing probably some new products towards the end of the year, always new color palettes. Very and, exciting. Uh, Very exciting. Yeah, well, that's the website. So when people want to buy wood underwear, I'm sure they're going to want to, I'm sure there's already a, a big following for y'all, but there's going to be hopefully a new, new group of people wanting wood underwear. And, uh, how do they find you? So I know the website is Wood Underwear, and they can buy online. And they can. Stores, there's a store locator. Is that correct? There is. There's a store locator. We are in roughly 300 stores across the United States. We're fairly evenly distributed. So, you know, you probably can find somebody close to you or even call them up and, you know, use their.com. Um, you know, we, we can support stores that way um, by going direct to their to these small store uh, websites too, or just calling them and having them deliver. But um, both both ways, store locator and woodunderwear.com. And then we've got, we do have a special code. I don't know if you want to tell everybody about it or- Oh, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. That's great. Yeah. That's okay, so um, for the rest of, uh, for the rest of 2020, um, if you if you go to woodunderwear.com um, at checkout, you can use the code. It's, a, it's cowboy2020 with a capital C. So capital C Cowboy 2020, it's like all one word. Um, and uh, that gives you a 20% you know, discount to try something. And um, you know, by the end of the year, it applies to the whole website. So uh, hopefully people can take advantage of that and go give us a shot. Absolutely. And I can't say enough great things about it. And I love the promo code. And, and uh, I, I really am uh, honored just to be a part of the team. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you being on the show today. Absolutely. I, I can't wait for people at NFRs to ask you if you're wearing what underwear, if they're going to, if you, if, uh, if, if you can show them your underwear. I, you know what, for the brand, I guess we'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm going to be asked. I'll, I'll tell you what, once we announced it on our social media, the, the phone was ringing and people were asking about it for sure. And 
Good. And uh, it, it's just a great brand. And I appreciate everything you're doing. Thanks for being on this show. We appreciate really you. Cool. We appreciate you very much. We're excited to, um, to get to work with you. Yeah, us too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Scott will be right back to visit with Tara Masler, Director of Marketing for the American Quarter Horse Association. It's an outstanding racehorse. That's, that's part of how the breed got started. Uh, it's the preferred horse for, for the cowboy. Like even today, cattle ranchers prefer riding American Quarter Horses. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. I'm Scott Knudsen with the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show here weekly, Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific on KCAA. And I love American history. Who doesn't? I enjoy reading about those early pioneers that left family and friends in the East and headed to the West in hopes of making their fortunes. The stories captured the minds and are a great example of the American spirit that made this country great. The state of California had its beginnings up in a little mountain town in Northern California called Truckee. The immigrants on their way west went right through what is now downtown along the old Dutch flat wagon road. The story of this old Wild West town is a fascinating one. And if you're interested like I am in these old stories, you might want to take a look at taking the haunted Truckee Ghost Walk. It's definitely not your typical ghost hunting adventure, but rather takes you back in the dates of California's earliest beginnings. Next time you're up there, check it out. Tickets and information are available on their website, hauntedtruckee.com. People are loving this tour and it's receiving some great reviews. Again, the website to get tickets is hauntedtruckee.com. Getting a degree at Tarleton State University doesn't mean going it alone. Your family from the moment you arrive, with faculty and staff dedicated to your success and personal growth. Explore more than 100 undergraduate and graduate degree options in Stephenville, Fort Worth, Waco, Midlothian, Rellis Bryan, and online. Scholarships are available. Discover what it means to be a Texan. Visit tarleton.edu forward slash become a Texan. Did you know dragging chains can spark a wildfire? Only you can prevent wildfires. This is Scott Knutson with the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, heard Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on KCAA. So we're going to talk to some, about something right now that's so important to us men. I'm going to talk about underwear for a second. Think about it. Women have everything. Men had either the 12-pack for $20 or the high-priced kind we can maybe only wear for a special occasion, if ever. It's time to upgrade from the packs. Wood underwear. Yes, I said wood underwear. It's a great place to start. And there is wood in the fabric. It's wood that makes wood special. And yes, you're hearing a lot of puns. Kind of funny, but it's serious. It's pretty intentional. They are having some fun with the name. Wood wants to get every man into a great pair of underwear that he can feel and look great in and feel great about the price as well. My friends at Wood did something for the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. They want you to try it. So use Cowboy Brief at checkout on Wood Underwear. Woodunderwear.com. 
Cowboy Brief, 20% off your first order. Good until August 31st. Mom! I got it. What are you doing in there? I got stuck. Oh. Are you a dog? I wouldn't do that. Have you seen the pliers? Where'd you find those? It's not your birthday. Sorry. To the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Today we have a very special guest, Tara Matzler. Tara is a AQHA, American Quarter Horse Association, world champion in working cow horse. She's worked with the AQHA for 10 years. She's a Texas A&M graduate, and now she's the director of marketing for the American Court Horse Association. Tara, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me, Scott. So, so I don't even know where to begin. You have so, such a diverse background, but it all filters back to horses. So just tell us about what you're doing for the American Court Horse Association. Um, what I'm doing right now, I, I lead a team of marketing strategists. Um, we handle all internal and external marketing programs. So we're handling, like I said, the programs, um, our magazines, our events. Um, we, you know, we have a, a full lineup of championship events that we host. And uh, then we also handle all of our corporate partner and membership marketing. Big job. Yeah, Big there's, job. there's a lot to do. And especially in, you know, in this day and age, we have um, so many different marketing tactics that we can use. Um, my team in particular is really specialized in digital marketing. Um, and I mean, that's just the state of marketing these days. So. Yeah, I, I love that. I love the journalistic background that you have as well, because, you know, the horse, it's a relationship. And, and to tell the stories is just to get more people involved in the industry. And that's so important to me is not only keep it where it is, but expand it and, and grow. So the journalistic part and telling the story. So I'm sure you've run across a bunch of fun stories. Yeah. Um, when I, oh, when I was about 15 years old, I, I set my sight on, I wanted to work for the American Quarter Horse Journal, which is owned by AQHA. That was my dream job. And luckily I've, I've written a lot for AQHA. I had managed one of their magazines. We had the Performance Horse Journal for a while. Um, but yes, my absolute favorite thing that I've gotten to do from, for work is talk to people and tell their stories about the horses that they love. It, like it, it's such a light to be, to be able to share that. It's, it's such a passion point for sure. And I remember as a young person too, getting the journal and that was a big deal. And the stallion issue, that was always fun. It was so thick, you know, and, and I love the new brand and the new, the new journal. It looks so great. It, it really is. Thank you. Yeah, I just saw some new emails too of longtime members um, just saying how much they love it. And that that was one of the big changes we saw this last year. And um, they reimagined and revamped the journal. Uh, it's got such a fresh new 
design to it. And um, the neat part about it is it goes to all 225,000 AQHA members. So that's included as part of their membership. They, they get this beautiful magazine that celebrates um, the quarter horse lifestyle. That, that's so great. And that quarter million people, that, that's amazing right there. Congratulations. But they're so well done. They're collector's items. You know, and I, I talk to people when I'm out on the road and they collect the journal and they have for many, many years, which is really cool to see. Um, and, and the stallion issues, I, I collected all those older ones, you know, it was just fun to look back on, on the memories there. So, so how many registered quarter horses are there? Uh, last year, we hit our six millionth milestone. So there are over six million registered American quarter horses. And it's really funny because you hear a lot about some of these other, other breeds. And, um, but a, the American quarter horse is by and far the world's most popular horse. There are more registered American quarter horses in the world than there are any other breed. Right. And all over the world. All over the mm -hmm. world. And, yep. and we run into that. And we're so blessed to have this platform. We talk to people all the time from all over the place. And it's so fun when they send pictures and they talk about quarter horses and riding horses or they're about to get their first one. And I just refer them over to the website and, and to your social media. And, and they love it. And that kind of helps, helps them uh, reaffirm their commitment to purchasing a quarter horse. And our AQHA International Department is so great at doing outreach. And um, I think especially now with, with COVID, they started to host some webinar series for different um previously they had done some in-person clinics too so they get really hands-on in different countries around the world so we're going to put the contacts at the end of the at the end of the show on how everybody can find american quarter horse but for someone seeing uh, seeing this for the, maybe the first time or somebody's thinking about it how would they be able to go see some of those webinars and some of those videos Yep, um, especially for our international members, the AQHA International Facebook page, they, they share all of what's going on. Um, also on AQHA.com, there's an international section and, and they have a new section as well where they will post updates, um, but just AQHA.com in general. Um, and then we also have, you know, really active Facebook and Instagram page as well. Um, so we, we try to keep everybody apprised of all the different activities they can do with their quarter horse. Well, that's so great. That's so great, especially for first timers. You know, it's good to have that person there to help and that company there to help you get into the industry for sure. And then as, as the business grows and, and people that have been in the business a long time with a lot of horses, it's really good to have that support uh, for sure. So it, it seems like at, at the office, at the corporate office and, and throughout the country, the American Quarter Horse, the communication and, and the social media platforms and the magazine, there's so much education, so much information. I get two or three emails a day just in, hey, this is what's new, which I appreciate. It is, so what's the change or what, so I guess with COVID, maybe more people staying home, you're trying to do that or, or what led to that change? Yeah, um, something we adopted maybe about two years ago is really embracing, um, so, you know, the horse industry is a niche in just general commerce. Um, quarter horses would be that much more of a niche. And then our industry is so um, segmented now that we've really focused on like breaking down, not just the quarter horse owner, but talking to our members or fans um, on like what interests them. So we have a lot of newsletters that are targeted just to what your interest is. So we have some that are for ranching or um, speed events like barrel racing, um, roping, you know, another, another one's for just recreational riding or showing. Um, so we do a regular 
uh, newsletter series throughout the month. Um, and then we're always posting that content online as well. We share it on social media. Um, so really whatever your interest is, we're trying to communicate with you and, and share news too um, through all these different outlets. So, but yes, like with COVID, um, we did a lot more webinar series this last last year. Um, we had some different Facebook lives and those are fun because um, with it being a Facebook live, we were able to have people jump on and chat and ask questions from our experts. Um, and then we also have, um, at our championship shows, we host free clinics with our AQHA professional horsemen. They'll walk, um, they'll walk the exhibitors through how the pattern should be performed. Well, something we've really embraced doing is having these clinics um, live streamed on our Facebook page. So we have our fans from around the world being able to watch what these AQHA professional horsemen are instructing, you know, how to excel in these classes. Well, I like the general emails for sure. So you know what's going on with the industry, but the targeted ones really put you in the know of what's going on in your specific market for sure. And, and being an AQHA pro horseman, it's, it's so humbling. And I've been there one for a lot of years. And I can tell you that the marketing and, and the, the, the mission statement is so very strong on just taking care of the, taking care of the, the horse and the person and bringing new people in. And, and that's such a focus and I really appreciate it. That's why I do it. And, uh, but I appreciate well, the what, support of horse for doing that. What says a lot about being an AQHA professional horseman is all pro, pro horsemen like yourself have to abide by a code of ethics or they don't get to be an AQHA professional horseman. So, you know, when you're dealing with an AQHA professional horseman, like they, they are a cut above the rest. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and my code's up on the wall and, and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I think everyone to a person takes that so serious and, and such an honor for sure. For sure. So, so 2020 was a success in a lot of different ways for American Quarter Horse Sports, growing in 6 million registered horses. And so what's kind of the plan for 2021? Because every year y'all get better and bigger, so. Well, I, I, I don't know that we have always got better and bigger. Um, the horse industry has been through some, some scary times. Um, you know, we see our horse owners getting older and we haven't really been bringing as, in as many younger members. So I think we're going to work on some some new initiatives for this year to help with some younger horse owners. Um, COVID had us a little afraid that we were gonna experience some stress with members, but from April through the end of the year, we saw membership growth every month. And almost every month we had 2000 additional new members a month. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of people enthused and engaged about interacting with AQHA and their quarter horses. Um, but yeah, looking into 2021, uh, we have some new technology um, projects that hopefully we can roll out. Um, hopefully here in the next few months, we'll have like an improved, um, you know, member dashboard or member site where our members can do their transactions and see which horses they own and, and check different records. Uh, and then we should be rolling out a new records or leaders site, a new, um, it would be have free pedigrees for everybody to look up pedigrees of all all the quarter horses. So those are two new sites that we're hoping to roll out here in the next several months. Um, and then we also, hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll have our own AQHA blend of coffee. So really, yeah, yeah. that is great. Yeah, that my, my team's very excited about that because not everyone can is in a position to own a horse or own a quarter horse, but uh, most everyone drinks coffee or you know somebody who does yeah. um and a dollar from every bag will support the american quarter horse foundation 
Um, and our foundation supports scholarships, equine research grants, uh, therapeutic writing grants. And um, so it's a good, a good cause for, with every bag that you buy. This makes it taste even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so great. So, so we have a lot of people watching it and, and, and what you've done, you've multitasked at a very high level. You know, from, from A&M to being a world champion, now to Israel, director of marketing for the biggest association. And, and, and there's a lot of people out there trying to figure out how to work, have a family, get to ride their horse, maybe even compete every once in a while. Um, how do you do that on such a high level? Um, you lose some sanity. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, I have, I have such an amazingly supportive family. Um, my husband and my dad also compete. All three of us show rain cow horses. Um, I, I guess right now I'm the only one out of us that I'm showing the horses that we've bred and raised. And my horses, we also had raised their mothers. So they're second generation, Very cool. uh, second generation horses that we've raised. Um, but it, it, like my daughter's now, she's gonna be almost four years old. So a lot of times like our riding time looks like we'll trot around with her and someone else will be loping or practicing their spins and their stops. And then we'll hand her off and then we'll go to work on it. And it just, we pass her all around. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. oh, I, I, have to, I have to say a lot, you know, for the quarter horse, quarter horse people and, and especially my rain cow horse family, um, you know, there'll be times too when like we're all having to get our horses prepared, but someone will offer to watch her and take care of her. And it's really reassuring to know that you're surrounded by um, a safe community that can help you out in those times. Um, but I, I also am re like really blessed in, in working at AQHA that I, re I work remotely. Our, um, our headquarters are in Amarillo, Texas, but I'm based in Washington State. Um, and then the rest of my marketing team is also out of, out of state as well. So we have someone on, on, I think we, we cover four time zones now. Um, but we're all, we're all horsewomen. Like, so we all understand, you know, that we need flexibility and we need to feed our passion. And I think that's what really helps us connect with horse owners. Um, and that's why we've seen a lot of success in the last few, few years is like, we're horse people. We know how to talk to horse people. Right. I think it's great that, that AQHA has y'all, y'all are able to live where you want to live. I think that's really progressive. Number one, number two, I think it's good that you are. So you're out there with it, different people not just in one smaller market and you're out there in different time zones, like you say, and you know what's going on and, and you're involved in the industry. And that, that says a whole lot for sure, for sure, since you're living it. And okay. so what else would you like to uh, tell the audience? Maybe something we haven't talked about yet about the quarter horse association. Okay, so we, we already did talk about, I mean, we have over 6 million registered American quarter horses. We are the world's most popular horse breed. Um, you know, the quarter horse, it's called the American quarter horse because it's the fastest horse over a quarter of a mile. Wow. So uh, I also like to bra brag on the fact that it's the world's fastest horse. Um, but what I think is like so unique and special about our breed is yes, it's an outstanding race horse. That's, that's part of how the breed got started. Uh, it's the preferred horse for, for the cowboy. Like even today, cattle ranchers prefer riding American quarter horses. Um, you know, we see horse, horses compete in reining. Um, you know, and we've seen that in the equestrian Olympics. If you're watching rodeos and timed events, it's American quarter horses that are, um, you know, at the, at the top of the timed events, like roping, barrel racing. 
Um, but we also have quarter horses that do dressage and excel in that or they're jumping. And uh, anyway, so I, I like to say like we have the world's most popular horse, we have the world's fastest horse and we have the world's most versatile horse. Um, and there's some individuals like, like Rugged Lark, he was a two-time AQHA super horse and multiple AQHA world champion. And he actually, he was a great example of a horse that could do all of these things. He did reining, he did jumping, he did dressage. And I think it's so unique that you can have, um, you know, instead of having to have five different horses, you can have one horse that can do all these things. I think that's so, so special. And you're, you're a hundred percent right. I really like the fact that the breeding records are going to be up there so everybody can see them because people that have their horse, their first horse, maybe they want to see the genealogy. That's so important to go back to a horse like that and say, oh, that's might be where it comes from or Poco Bueno or Colonel Freckles and track them back and see. And that's a fun part. And, and given that access on the website is it, such a great, great thing that you did for all the, the new members for sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, Tara, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate your time. And, and I, I really appreciate everything the American Quarter Horse Association is doing for, for all the horse owners out there and, and the future horse owners. Well, thank you so much, Scott. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. So much fun. Thank you, Tara. And thank you, everybody, for watching the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show today. Thank you. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor, please visit our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com. Getting a degree at Tarleton State University doesn't mean going it alone. Your family from the moment you arrive, with faculty and staff dedicated to your success and personal growth. Explore more than 100 undergraduate and graduate degree options in Stephenville, Fort Worth, Waco, Midlothian, Rellis Bryan, and online. Scholarships are available. Discover what it means to be a Texan. Visit tarleton.edu forward slash become a Texan. Hey Bobo, do trees tell each other stories? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, why don't we go find out? Listen. Can birds draw pictures? I don't have an answer for that. Dad, do stars visit their friends? Look! I'm Scott. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Mm -hmm.